Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hey there, welcome back to the Legalpreneur Podcast. Okay, so today's episode is very practical because we've all been there. What happens when the client doesn't pay? I know you've been there. I've been there. We've all been there. Hopefully you haven't been there too much. It just happens. I mean, it's part of doing business, but there are steps you can take to prevent them from not paying or from being able to recoup your money. So number one, you need a rock solid contract. I mean, I think I've kind of beat that. (laughs) So I have preached and I have preached about having rock solid contracts, but this is when it really matters. What happens when your client doesn't pay? Well, what does the contract say? So, and what are your processes? So first of all, what does the contract say? We always make sure in our client contracts, there is a provision that states you are allowed to recoup any fees that you incur in order to obtain payment. Now, what does that mean? Well, if they don't pay and then you have to hire an attorney to send a cease and desist letter, or if you have to take them to small claims court, any money that you spend getting that money, they also have to pay you that money. So on top of having to pay the invoice and whatever they haven't paid you, they also have to pay the fee for the letter, or they also have to pay for the filing fee for small claims court or whatever money you are out of pocket by spending that to recoup the unpaid fees, the other party is still responsible for that. So always make sure you have that provision in your contracts. We include it in all of our client contracts because it's so critical. Another option is, so of course you can send a cease and desist letter that does cost money if you work with an attorney. So for us, it just depends on the situation, but our letters range from 450 to upwards of 650. It just depends on what's going on. So that's our fee to send a letter includes reasonable communication, hopefully getting the fees from you. And it, and and it works sometimes, you know, your clients just think you're calling their bluff. They don't think you're going to do anything about it. And then they see the letter, they see the letterhead from an attorney. It's like, Oh shit, I guess I got to get this paid. So they pay. If they don't pay even after sending a cease and desist letter, I mean, that happens then you do want to consider small claims court because no matter how much, like if it's $2,000, that's a lot of money, especially for small business owners. So in that situation, it's worth it for small claims court. Now, if it's, you know, $500 and the filing fee for small claims court is $400, even if they are responsible for the fees of the filing fee, maybe it's, it's just not worth your time and headache. Maybe that's just something that you write off. So it does depend on how much money is owed, So that's just one of the considerations. One practical tip that you can implement now in your business is if there's multiple payments to be made, you can basically put a provision in that says, hey, we will run your card on this date for for this payment. So if the charge doesn't go through, then all you have to do is rerun the card at a later date. 
So uh, I'm not saying like, Hey, you want to store all this information, but if you're able to rerun the card, then that's definitely an option. We do that with our payment plans. We automatically are charging these cards because that's part of our payment plan. So you want to make sure everything is outlined in the contract. Now, what I don't suggest doing if somebody doesn't pay is talking about it on social media or publicly because you never know what their situation is. And, you know, maybe they give you this crazy sob story and you're like, oh, I'm tired of the excuses. I get it. I get it. But you don't want to go out talking on social media. I think that's reserved for very limited circumstances. You want to save face because if you're out talking badly about people that don't pay, that reflects badly on you. And it's just like when you see, you know, the person that's full of drama on Facebook and they're always talking about their boyfriend or their husband cheating on them or doing this or doing that. It's like, Oh, well, obviously, like they have issues, but like, why do you want to air out all your dirty laundry? I I wouldn't want to do that. So same thing in business. If somebody's not paying, you don't want to air out your dirty laundry because what if they're not paying because you actually messed something up? What if they're just not happy with the work? And I'm not saying that's okay. You know, the contract hopefully says like satisfaction is not a condition for payment. And this happens a lot with designers designers, you know, they'll do their job, they'll design and the client says, Oh, I don't like this. I'm not going to pay you. Like that's not okay. This happens so much with designers, unfortunately. And that goes for all of you business owners. If you're not happy with a designer, you're still responsible for that payment. So either work with the designer to get something that you like, which a lot of designers are willing to do because they want to make sure you're taken care of, but you're still responsible for that payment. So I don't care if it's something you despise, if they did the work, if they did what they said they were going to do in the contract, you are still responsible for that payment. So don't go running off on a social media campaign, a smear campaign. I think those are reserved for very limited circumstances and you have to be very strategic about them because it can easily come back to bite you in the butt. So the other thing that you want to do, and this just happened recently with a client, is figure out who are you working with? If it's a larger company or if it's a company with multiple team players and you're not working directly with the owner or the CEO, if your point of contact isn't paying or they're not getting back to you, go to the CEO, go to the owner. We we did that recently with a client who, uh, she was a designer. Go figure, she was a designer. They didn't want to pay the last payment. And the point of contact, I even sent a letter. He was like, no, I'm not paying this. So we went over his head, contacted the CEO and the CEO was like, look, I had no idea about this. You know, send me the invoice. We'll get it paid right away. So that's another option (laughs) that we recently were able to be successful with. So look at who you're working with, who your point of contact is and figure out if there's somebody you can go, somebody else you can go to in the company. All right. So I know this is short and sweet. I just wanted it to be a very quick, practical episode because I feel like for some reason this has been coming up a lot lately is what to do if somebody doesn't pay. So this happens all the time. I know it does. So just remember, send your follow-up emails, abide by everything in the contract, make sure you have that rock solid contract. And then if worse comes to worse, send a cease and desist letter through an attorney. And if that doesn't work, then possibly file in small claims court and do not do a smear campaign on social media unless it is warranted. Again, I think that is reserved for very limited circumstances. And then of course, 
if there's multiple team players in the company, if you can go above the point of contact you have. All right. I hope this is helpful. Let me know if this actually has worked for you. If any of these methods have worked for you and I'd love to hear about it on Instagram, screenshot this episode, share it to your stories and tag me and I will be happy to share it and give you a humongous thank you. Alrighty. I'll see you guys next time. Have a good week. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.